Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dialed In. This is a broadcast where we focus on sharing real actionable steps that you can implement immediately to help you live a big life. Our guest today is part of the Big Life series. Now, if this is your first time listening, I'm talking with people who are living life in a big way. And when I say big, what I mean is they are dialed in to who they are and they're living their life using their strengths and talents doing things that they love. Today's guest is Joshua Lee. Joshua believes that there's a natural design to our existence and he helps people understand and cooperate with that design so they can get better results. He does this through coaching, training, and consulting. Joshua is a founding partner of Optimum Organizations, LLC, along with his two collaborators, Brian Lee and Brian Lucas, affectionately referred to as the Brians of the operation. There's a huge need in the marketplace to help entrepreneurial businesses transition to a sustainable growth-oriented business. Using their understanding of natural design, Optimum helps the leaders of these businesses make that transition. Welcome to Dialed In, Joshua. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I cannot wait for you to share pieces of your story. I, I asked you to come on Dialed In because, well, really, I see you out there knowing and understanding your natural design. And because you know it so well, you helped others optimize their businesses and their lives. I, I read in one of your Facebook posts recently uh, where you said, your greatest strengths are usually the things that you don't really think that are all that special. And then you went on to say that you get so much joy when you witness someone realize that they have something to offer. And I love that. I know our listeners are going to get so much out of what you say today because you really live into who you are and you do the things that you love and you help other people do that too. So you can pick any starting point that you want to share your story, but I can't wait to hear about how you live big. Well, I'll, I'll key in on what you, what you just shared on that, um, that it really is one of my great joys to, um, witness and and even facilitate somebody coming to a realization that they are are more capable than they realize you know that when they when they kind of have that aha moment of of oh yeah i am really good at fill in the blank and and one of the one of the dynamics of that and in uh, all of us is we have a tendency to, um, as I said, our, our giftedness is the very nature of a, of a gift is that it comes naturally to us. What we mm-hmm. don't realize is that um, we, we generally approach those things as though they're normal and, and everyone else mm-hmm. can do the same. And when we realize that um, that giftedness is not in fact normal for everyone, that it is a gift, then, then we, uh, that awareness gives us the opportunity to become more intentional about the application of that gift. And um, when, when that happens, we, we, have, we, we can then grow into a, a powerful use of it. 
and uh, my my dad has always defined the power the the true definition of power is the ability to withhold it 100% and as hmm. soon as we reach a point to to where we can withhold our giftedness 100% so that we can we we then have the ability to be kind and gentle in its application and and the reason that's important is um you you may have experienced or you may have um either either been been the person guilty of this or experienced it from somebody else is when when someone is someone is gifted at something and they don't realize that it's a gift they're still in that phase where they think it's normal they can accidentally hurt people in using their gift either either by creating the expectation that everyone should be just as good as they are or by simply using their giftedness in a way that that um exceeds other people's capacity to get value from it. Does that make sense? It does make sense. When when you're working with people, how do you help them come to terms with with their giftedness? Is there something is there a framework that you use? Um yes. Um so so affirmation is the key to growth and change. Okay? So um being able to recognize their giftedness and affirm that you know this is something that's that's awesome about you you know and um and be able to share the fact that it's it is extraordinary and it's not the norm for everyone um it it can take it can take some time for them to to accept that but um the the key to to good quality affirmation is um is found in the principle of morale and that's one of those one of those uh first principles that that we were talking about before we uh, started recording and and the mm-hmm. first principle is a is a principle that is true and applicable in every context okay and the principle of morale says that there are three reasons to evaluate someone's performance. The first is to celebrate their success. The second is to improve the system in which they operate, and the third is to hold them accountable for commitments that they've made. And if you've never mm-hmm. asked for commitments, then the first improvement to the system is to begin asking for commitments. Um if you if you do those out of order, you will damage morale. And so the the first So the first step is is that celebration. Celebrate the the successes and and I have the the opportunity then when I'm working with somebody to to call out those things that they do well. They probably take them for granted if it's if it's one mm-hmm. of their gifted spaces. And they so they have where everyone else may be experiencing them as being extraordinary, it's just their norm. And if nobody has ever taken the opportunity to make them aware of the fact that it's extraordinary then they have never had a context in which to feel it worthy of celebration it's just a normal thing so the first step is to is to celebrate those things and say this is something that you're doing that's awesome and and it's it's worthy of celebrating and um it and if it's one of those gifted areas then then you have the opportunity to say this is not a norm for everyone and and you are just you're naturally good at this and therefore um now we move on to step 2 of the principle of morale there's an opportunity for improving improving the system in which they operate which is to increase their awareness and intentionality around when and how they use that giftedness 
and mm-hmm. and so they so they can they can recognize where uh, or or learn to start recognizing where they're showing up in their giftedness and they might be outpacing somebody or they might be um, having expectations for somebody to uh, be able to do it the same way they can and they're and they're struggling and and when they when they start increasing their awareness of those dynamics then that intentionality can can um, rise up and they can they can slow down and be more purposeful in how they interact with somebody during the application of their giftedness and and that ultimately grows in their their maturity level in being gifted boy that makes that makes so much sense to me and it just gives me a different lens <laughs> to view giftedness really so I'm, I'm as, as you're talking I'm sitting here thinking even just about my kids this morning my daughter Gwen she's highly organized and she just is a rule follower like to the T so she has everything together and and she's ready for school meanwhile my son who is creative and he loves to break rules and his he loves to be independent and not in disrespectfully breaking rules, but he he likes to, you know, express his independence. And he's not as organized because he's spending his time being creative. So she can't understand why all his stuff is not together in a pile this morning and why that's so hard for him, right? <laughs> when yep. she has all of her stuff. And I know that's a real, real simplistic uh, example of this, but that's just like one thing I thought of as you're talking and you're right uh it's interesting so so I'll ask you this before I maybe put words in your mouth so if someone doesn't have a Joshua Lee in their life to be like hey I'm seeing this I'm tuned into your giftedness and here's here's you know your top three or whatever how do they how do people figure out what that is for them that's a that's a great question, and and it's it's one that um, in the in the variety of um, personal development spaces, courses, programs, things that I've um, purchased and participated in, um, this dynamic shows up in different ways. Um, oftentimes, most like the the most common that I've bumped into is people. It's find your superpower, right? That's that's what. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the the more prominent ones that I've been involved in recently was and um, and and the I've noticed in the like in the Facebook groups and stuff associated with that program that's a that's one of the biggest challenges for um, people is they get to that part where I have to find my superpower I don't have a I don't have a clue what my superpower is I don't even think I have a superpower and mm-hmm. and trying to to help them reach a point where they can discover what their giftedness is on their own is it is a challenge and mm-hmm. um, it requires a degree of self-awareness that uh, it can be difficult for for many people to have but um, we we kind of we kind of spend a lot of our our life uh, doling our self-awareness because uh, because we 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 go through life. Or typically, you're you're very hyper self-aware when you're when you're young and you're going you know you're going through 
um, adolescence, middle school, high school, you're very hyper aware of yourself and Mm -hmm. usually to your own detriment because you're, you're, you're critically aware of yourself as opposed to just objectively aware of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so we spend, we spend a lot of time and energy um, suppressing our self-awareness. And when it comes time to um, unleash ourselves at will, um, when we, you know, there's, we reach this point in life where there's, you know, it's just like, there is something more out there for me. Gosh, darn it. And mm-hmm. I want to figure out what it is. This, this life that I've gotten to so far, whether, whether I feel like I've accomplished a bunch or, or not, there's something missing and there's something more out there. And I want to find out what it is. Whenever somebody gets to that point, they, they necessarily have to begin self-reflection to a degree that is uncomfortable, most likely, for the way that they've lived their lives up to that point. And, and that self-reflection is required to be able to uncover your own giftedness. And, and it begins by just kind of thinking through your past experiences. And um, maybe you can, you know, when you, when you have it framed in such a way, are, are there times where, where you felt like you couldn't understand why people couldn't keep up with you in a particular thing? or why people might get mad at you for doing something, quote, doing it well, when you didn't really think you were doing all that great. So um, a a great example would be uh, that organizational skill of your daughter. My oldest daughter is is the same way, and my oldest son is much like your son, where, you know, Mm -hmm. they're they're opposite from the the organizational standpoint. And so um, my daughter has, taken a lot of flack from her siblings in being so well organized and doing well in school and and uh, you know it being that organized pays dividends in a good way when you're in when you're in school and when you're getting your first jobs and and doing work because it makes it easier to be successful because you are you're um, and I mean in this day and age simply just meeting the bare minimum expectations makes you stand above the the crowd and when you are organized by nature it's really easy to meet the minimum expectations Mm -hmm. and and so but she's taken a lot of flack from from her siblings for uh, being so successful in those things and um, to the point where I you know I've seen evidence at times where she wanted to to suppress that skill that that natural giftedness it, it is a skill, but it's one that comes very naturally to her. And um, her feeling self-conscious about being so good at that was, was evident that um, that's one of those dynamics that, that you, when you're looking for your giftedness, that's a, that's a way of locating it. Have, have, you, have you taken a lot of flack? Have you gotten criticism or, or you know, had people uh, almost lash out to, to some degree or another in in some aspect of how you just normally operate and if you can key in on some of those then there's a good chance that you're going to find some degree of giftedness at play in that um, dynamic because it's something that you take for granted that just happens naturally for you but can make other people feel badly about themselves because they're not a step right Mm -hmm. so that's 
that's not the most desirable way of of identifying it. But um, in the that's uh, if if you're looking at a spectrum and the spectrum, you know, one end of the spectrum was a you know high degree of maturity, and the other end of the spectrum is is immature. That's closer to the immature side of things, and which which we all are at at some point in time. You know, that's that's the most immature version. As you become more mature mm-hmm. and, and self-aware and, and things, then it it becomes the things that people are complimenting you on. That you are you just brush off the compliments. It's like, okay, this is just you know, it wasn't a big deal. It's super easy for me, right? And mm-hmm. and so there's so there's this whole, there's this whole spectrum of beginning to to kind of reflect on your past experiences in a way that will help you to reveal what that giftedness is, and it it is often I'm leveraging other people's response to you as as the primary uh, meter for understanding where giftedness lies, because you uh, you proverbial you are so unaware of it because it's because it's naturally occurring in inside of you. Mm-hmm. Does that track? Absolutely. It uh, makes me think of. An exercise I did a few years ago, I did uh, B-School by Marie Forleo, and mm-hmm. there was part of it um, where we had to identify, I don't know what she called it, superpower, whatever, but our giftedness, and we had to send uh, an email out to a certain number of people at, that we trusted, that, would, that knew us well, and asking them what our top you know, what are three things that you notice about me that I'm really good at? And I mean, that's hard to do. <laughs> you know, I think at least for me, I was raised, you know, that you like you, you be humble and you, you stay quiet and, you know, you definitely don't want to come across as, as arrogant or thinking that you're something that you're not, you know. But, um, but that exercise was eye-opening. I did it. And it was very eye-opening that there were real significant patterns in the responses that people had. And that's something that I wrote down. And I wrote down the top three that people said. And I have them in the front of a notebook that I pretty much have with me most all the time, right there next to my disc assessment and my top five strengths from Strengths Finders. And I mean, just a reminder of who I am, you know, so when I get lost, I can, I can flip to that <laughs> and, yeah, and it kind of pulls me back. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, that's fantastic. I, I, and did you find that, that those things were, um, were, were they things that you didn't really think much of? Yes, absolutely. Like truth telling. Like th- that was a that was something that came up over and over again. So you just uh-huh. you're honest. You just tell the truth. You just say it like it is. And and I just I don't understand any other way of being. Like that's a gift. Right. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's a, that's a perfect example of of that dynamic where you're like that's just I don't understand uh-huh. how other people could see that as something other than the automatic normal approach to life. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and in fact, it is. And that's a, you know, I would say that that's a, a giftedness from my perspective because I struggled with honesty in a big way growing up, you know, and, and it was uh, getting myself out of trouble to make my life 
more comfortable in the very big, you know, in that very moment, the being dishonest about it was always on the table for me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and and uh, and that's so that's something that that has been you know become part of one of my like one of my core values of being is being honest. I have to be intentional about choosing that because it has been something that was not automatic growing up. So so yes, bravo. Telling the truth and being an honest person is, is if that's something that is just easy and automatic for you, that is definitely a gift. It's very interesting. So I guess I would challenge our listeners to dive into this. You know, I, I'll, I'll wrap these, some of these teaching points up at the end, but I mean, there's some serious ways for you to get dialed in to who you are. And I just don't think that uh, in this world, you can't contribute in a big way or live a big life if you don't have any idea who you are. Uh, there's no right. way you can do it. And and so that not on purpose at least you might you might show up accidentally uh, from ah, you know, from time to time yeah good point right and, yeah good and, point and if you don't have if you don't have the level of self awareness and and the the discipline of self reflection and and that's one of that's one of the probably one of the biggest lessons that I I learned um, in going through John Maxwell material was. I don't, I don't know if it was in any of his books or it was just something that I heard him say when, when he was talking, but um, the, the um, experience is not necessarily the best teacher because if, if experience was the best teacher, then we wouldn't have the definition of insanity being <laughs> doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results because you're experiencing right. it, so you ought, to be, you ought to be learning, right? It's experience mm-hmm. reflected upon that is the greatest teacher. And if you don't take the time to reflect on it, then you are wasting the experience and you mm-hmm. are doomed to experience it again, most likely. And mm-hmm. so, so creating the discipline of reflection so that you can learn is a way to increase your frequency of showing up on purpose. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense wow this is great Joshua this is this is great um, there's so much here um as well I don't want to cut you off by any means so um is there anything else top of mind for you as you're thinking about people who are listening today that either are just toying with the idea that maybe they could have a big life or people that are in the thick of of busting the barriers and and pushing through to figure out who they are and live big anything else that you would share with them yeah i, w- I would and i i i hope i don't open up another can of worms but um <laughs> this this has been um weighing heavily on me lately and there's so there there's the dynamic that i've been talking about that self-awareness and self-reflection and understanding where your giftedness lies so that you can you can show up on purpose in a big way right then Mm -hmm. there's also there's also the people that um there's a dynamic of of living that big life where you have to you're in pursuit of of doing that which you were made to do and um uh, you know whether you call it your your purpose your calling your passion your 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 whatever the the labels that i have 
for it are your there's there's enthusiasm and there's passion okay and enthusiasm is a word the its roots come from the greek and it means roughly translated it means possessed by god or possessed by a god um, depending on on where you look and and the the work that you do that taps into your enthusiasm that's that is the work that it's it's basically the joy the reward the that that fulfillment dynamic that says uh man i was made to do this and i could do it all day every day and never get tired of it it's it's one of those things that um like no matter how long your day was or how hard your day was if if you if you can have an awareness of of one of those things that you can do where it just lights you up and all of a sudden you have energy to keep going even though you had a long tiring day that you know take note of that because that's tapping into your enthusiasm and your enthusiasm might be to do a particular thing it might be to serve a particular type of person or or particular group of people um it might be uh it, it could be a variety of things that are that are the actual pieces that are tapping into that enthusiasm and then the other word is the other side of the coin if if enthusiasm is one side of the coin then the other side of the coin is passion and passion comes from the greek also and and it means to suffer so think passion of the christ right and mm-hmm. and you, when you when you're tapping into your passion what you're doing is you are you are it's it's the price that you're willing to pay to do that what you were made to do and so sometimes people feel really discouraged because they're they're pursuing their um their calling but they're but it's it's currently it's their side hustle it's the something it's the something they're trying to fit into the margins because they want to make it work but they they just they they can't get out of their 9 to 5 job just yet or or whatever the case may be and so mm-hmm. um the thing i really wanted to to highlight was for people that are doing that or you know or you having to take a job that that isn't exactly what you want but it is going to pay the bills is to is to realize that those are the passion projects those are those are the things that where you're paying a price and it's a price you're willing to pay in order to move the needle towards doing that which you were made to do so don't don't let you know go into your 9 to 5 job be a discouragement in it's taking away from time that you want to spend on your side hustle um that you want to make your full-time thing it is the thing that you're it's the price that you're paying in order to afford you the opportunity to have the side hustle because if it went away and you had to only you know figure out how to survive then you can't you can't necessarily focus on that that enthusiasm kind of work where you're doing the the rewarding and fun stuff uh because you you're too busy trying not to die. So so I just want to I just want to have that kind of word of encouragement to people um who are spending time um seemingly not working towards um their their big life but it's they're actually doing something that is affording them the opportunity to work towards their big life instead. And that's that's the passion project kind of work. This is good stuff. That, I love that's it. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, th- this is great. So this is that's a perfect way to kind of tie all this together and 
and wrap it up. So I'm going to I'm going to recap. I have four main points. Um, so if you haven't been taking notes, this is the perfect time for you to grab a pen and paper or pull your phone out, whatever, to uh, to get some highlights from Joshua today. So number one, you are more capable than you realize. Number two. Our giftedness usually seems normal to us because it comes easy. Number three, to discover your giftedness, reflection is necessary. Reflect on your past experiences and here's four questions you can ask yourself as you reflect. Number one, what have I been frustrated about that others can't keep up with or others can't do as easily? Number two, where in my past have others told me that I excel or have shared things that I'm good at? Number three, where have I faced criticism in areas that I consistently operate? And number four, this is less of a reflection and more of a doing. Spend some time asking trusted people in your life to tell you what they see as your giftedness or your strength. And then the last item that Joshua shared, know or be aware of your enthusiasm and your passion. And I think it would be a great idea to go back <laughs> and take these notes and listen again and then fill in the gaps because this is obviously just tidbits and there's a bunch of gold in between. So Joshua, wow, thank you for your time today. If, um, if listeners want to connect with you, where's the best place they can go to find you? Um, I have a Facebook group that's kind of the, the primary location where I um, will interact with people on, on this type of content. And it's the, the Facebook group is called Optimum University, and the U is Y O U University, um, because I I want everybody to be the optimum version of themselves. And uh, incidentally, I choose optimum over maximum because there's there's a there's a fluidity in a in a in a the best case scenario on a timeline is different than the best case scenario in a static moment. So um, you kind of think about the, uh, the analogy of working out, you know, you have a maximum amount that you can lift, but it's not the optimum amount to lift when you're, when you're exercising. It's just, you can't, you can't sustain the maximum at all times. So optimum mm -hmm. is the best case in the current circumstances, accepting the fact that there's more time to come. Wow, I love that. It goes hand in hand with enjoying the journey, enjoying where you're at as you're on your way to where you're going. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, a joy and a pleasure to, to have a conversation with you and uh, had a great time. And I'm looking forward to, to uh, seeing this come out and sharing it with people and uh, hopefully adding whatever value they can get out of it. Yeah, there's definitely some great value here. So thank you everyone for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We want you to stay dialed in for sure. Until next time, 
take action, live big, and stay dialed in.